following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Hi, and welcome to the Shed for Adventures from the Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. The YouTube's where we is now with every episode. Invite you to come check us out on YouTube. Subscribe, hit that little notification button thingy. Uh, it'll let you know when we put up those new videos. Um, I mentioned iTunes. Find us on iTunes. You can find us on adventuresfromtheshed.com. I will continue um, to release the audio only of these podcasts so our hundreds of dedicated listeners can continue to listen there. But check out the video because we got all this stuff going on where you can see us all sitting here. You can see things like the, that could the be good or bad on that dice one. cam thingy we got going on. See all the stuff, see all the things, and see the people. Speaking of the people, we're going to say hi, and we'll start with our keeper. Go ahead and say hi there. Hey, this is Kurt. I am playing the keeper, which is the game master for this Trail of Cthulhu adventure, the Keepers of the Woods. So far, so good, I think. And next, we got that guy. Hi, I'm that guy. Uh-huh. You can see. I'm Verge. I'm playing Terrence Cruz. He's an author, or police officer turned author. Um, we are investigating the disappearance and death of our friend, Professor Blackburn. <laughs> we got that. I still have the mask on. Awesome. Let me switch that too. But go ahead and start. Uh, this is Chris. I'm playing Howell Lowell, a uh, dilettante, but it has an interest in the occult and archaeology. And we're, yes, we're continuing our investigation of our missing colleague and friend in this shithole town. <laughs> shithole town. <laughs> and I am Joe. I am playing Sherman Rawlings, who is, um, well, let's just, let's just be plain. He's a thief. But he's a thief of um, books. He's a book thief. Uh, yeah, fine books. Uh, books that are valuable to others. And uh, just recently, um, in our last scene, he picked up that um, that book, which I am lovingly calling the Testiculus uh, Vigils Scrotum. Yes. That one. Um, and it currently has it tucked inside the uh, pocket of his uh, peacoat where the others are unaware. But he did leave out. The, um, the good professor's um, journal so that uh, it could be found by someone else. Someone else being uh, Verge or Terrence, who was reading that out as we ended up our last session. So How do you want to kick us off? Did you Kurt? say you were a pilferer of paragraphs? I am. First of all. Paranormal. Well, you do have a yes. criminal background. I definitely think it's more your love of knowledge. I mean, you are a greedy bastard. Oh, yeah. But you're, all, you're not like a cruel criminal. You're, you're, right. You I love mean, knowledge, you love like the way they word this, the concept of the character is underground book dealer. It's not thief, right? So he's just... Yeah, he's, 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 he's yeah. Not, he just does illegal things, but he's not really a criminal in that yeah. sense, yeah. Well, to, to the point that I will obtain the book in, you know, whatever means necessary. That could be legitimate means. If somebody wants a book that I can pay five pounds for that they're willing to pay 300 pounds for because the person I'm buying it from doesn't know, mm -hmm, doesn't right, know yeah. I'll do that. <clears throat> I assume you have languages that's double check your double check your actual other sheet. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. No, I'm just in case. <laughs> I mean, he's an author, I guess. I'm surprised he doesn't have firearm skills. Actually, so that, yeah, that that blows my mind. He does not have firearm skills. Is uh, where's languages? Go under investigative, maybe. It's over. It's the top left on the bottom of the category. Academic abilities. No, no, I do not. 
<laughs> Excuse me. However, I can make one up. Okay. In hindsight, we should have gone through our skills a little more carefully because the cop should have firearms and sharp language. You know, if if you want, Kurt, I can kind of monkey with this a little bit. No, I do not. I do. But I could take like I weird. could get rid of um, a credit rating and put one into languages. I mean, as, as long as someone has them, which mm -hmm. does, we're fine. Okay, that's good though. Flavor perspective, it seems like the book dealers should have languages. But if you find something we're missing, I've been kind of taking a backseat, observing. I'm I'm happy to move a point from one thing to another too. Okay. Um, <coughs> from a flavor perspective, uh, it would be nice if you had languages to help understand the book that you just got. Yeah. Uh, which is written in Latin. Yeah. But Bert, if you're willing to have him help you, you'll be able to get where we need to go. Um, Omnibus, septibus, we missed the bus. They missed the bus. When's the next bus? Let's <laughs> That's Johnny Dangerously. Yeah. That's the extent of my yes. pop culture reference. Sorry. Of course, it's one I don't. Exactly. Shoots through um, schools. Guys, let's pick up in the vestry of St. Gabriel's Church, which is right where we were uh, when we finished. Um, Terrence had just read um, the professor's last journal entry, where she, uh, or the last few entries, she described having had a conversation with James, uh, Hannah's husband, who revealed to her the knowledge that she was so excited about. It was essentially that there was some type of cult or group or sect here in town. Yeah, he's been put on the naughty list, probably. And, and I think the fact that he was uh, seen talking to her so extensively while drinking. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm, I'm hearing a theme of Druid and Green Man at this point. So, and I'm thinking the Green Man seems more benevolent in this whatever else yeah. is going on is well, uh, so oppositional. You, you thought perhaps Hannah had not quite opened up to you or you felt like she was holding something back when you talked to her, which is completely understandable. You were brand new hands on the street. Like she's hiding her dead husband in the closet, kind of thing. Well, I don't think it's in the closet. I think it might be in the woods. Okay. Not to uh, not to railroad all, but you guys noted at the time mm -hmm. that she was holding something back, perhaps. So I think just to summarize for people, we've got an open crew of maybe wanting to talk to her. Um, we're in town. She's close, so that'd be easy. Um, you guys had mentioned maybe wanting to find a priest. He doesn't appear to be around the church at all. So yeah, I was wondering who that sure. person that made that turn out of the. Um, was the priest walking uh, towards the church? Of that, yeah. yeah. My my only interest in um, which means we're, the, on, we're on the, the radar now. Would be yeah. why would he have her diary, her well, journal? Yeah, because that's they, my only interest. It'd, it'd be more of questioning, and I'm not sure I'm ready for that. Yeah. And we still have. Um, he cared about the accident site. Mm -hmm. The accident site. Um, noted the police in Princeton or Princeton are handling the investigation of the professor's death. Plus, their other belongings are there as well. Her other belongings mm -hmm. are there. Yeah, so do we want to hit up Hannah before we leave town to Princeton? Or I think we need her? to because, if nothing else, you've had the questions of her husband. Yeah, just seemed, and now, unable reading to this, find is he him. the guy that got slaughtered, right? Is yeah. he the guy that took the hit because he was howling yeah, of sharing the too much? That could have been the howling we heard the other night, so it could have been that could have happened again. Yeah, who else got taken? It could have been William, actually. No, he was there at the place. No, Never mind. Well, well with the gravestones, if it has to happen in threes, and only two people have died recently. It's funny that there's three of us. But uh, two have already well, been done, so... Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, so why are you guys in the best uh, uh, I'm genuinely afraid for my life. <laughs> <laughs> you found one of the same with the journal. Mm-hmm. No, no, to be fair, the journal was on the desk, oh, not in the safe. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, we found the volume 
bookshelves. And then, Joe, when you had been um, doing the quick look on the desk, there's yeah. been a number of papers. Yeah, stuff. notes for homilies and sermons, yeah, whatever, yeah. You might want to spend a little more time looking at them. Yeah. Um, do you want to do that now? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So, uh, yeah, what do, you, do you have theology? Or no, we checked that last time. I do not have theology. Yeah, the, the best... The best I really have is um, uh, library use only because, and I don't even know if that applies. It's just papers, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the theology would be good for a really quick scan, but for this, you can read. So I Again, I would say I have accounting. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to find some financial Here's her an account of what she went through. <laughs> Let's see. The biggest reason is, for anyone who cares, it's the first skill on the top left of the sheet. So it's the first one I see. Damn right. I know how many guns you have. <laughs> um, and what they cost. Yes. Yes. So I, I think just a simple evidence search would, uh, you could read the documents. And, and uh, as I had mentioned, I think they're mostly sermon notes and essays on Christian theology. Mm -hmm. They seem to be written in several different hands. And some of them are typed. So these aren't, aren't all of the priest's or the father's notes. Interesting. Okay. Um, and several of them you can tell uh, without sitting down and really like truly reading them. But you can mm -hmm. tell that they um, concern self-sacrifice. Um, Yep. Yep. At this point, I think we're looking around. They appear to advocate literal sacrifice of the body to achieve a higher purpose, although what that purpose is is not clear. Mm -hmm. Okay. The book itself, um, for Terence, did spend well. First of all, with languages and his um, his background, I think between the two of you and Joe, even though Joe technically doesn't have languages, you guys would clearly be able to read languages. Um, you would know right off. I did have a cult, but I used it. Okay, well, you still have it. You just don't have to spend. So you don't have yeah, to you can't spend on it. Right. Okay. But, so you can still do it. Okay, so between languages and a cult, you guys will be able to do this. Um, everything I'm telling you now. Um, some of the dates of the entries, or actually before we get to the entries, the volume itself has shows evidence of having clearly been rebound multiple times. Mm -hmm. um, the pages are made of assorted materials. Um, most are paper of varying quality, but some of the than papyrus, but earlier than paper. Um, it's clear that the book has been added to over a number of years. As you look at it, the dates on some of the entries seem to match some of the dates on the gravestones, Joe, that you saw, that Sherman saw outside. Okay. Um, the earliest pages are, are primary interest to you, and they seem to describe a ritual designed to define some form of activity. Um, it's not clear what the purpose of that binding is, really hard while you're just standing here to get an 
more than words that are telling you this. Um, if you're willing to spend a significant amount of time studying this tone, um, there may be additional things that you can learn from it. Um, but we're talking about you know, four to eight hours to really get more than what I just told you. It's just something to bring along for the trip, skim through yeah. during that time. There does appear, you can tell, you have no idea what it's for or what it's in it, but it looks like almost like a text of an incantation. Um, mm -hmm. So you don't know if it would be a prayer or a spell or a chant, but um, you can tell it means something right now. Well, it seems like a lot of gibberish, but I'm sure I could find someone who'd be interested in it. Hmm. Although it does become more interesting when matched up with the last entry in her journal. Which said what? Uh, she saw a group of locals heading out of the village and then that someone, it just says that poor soul, slaughtered in the prime of his life and the howling of the beasts, that there was something a being that does not bear description, um, that it nearly made her lose her faculties, and then she ran. Um, I am under the belief, if this is true, and obviously Professor Blackwood has never given us a reason to doubt what she says, especially if she's writing it in her personal journal. If this is the case, what she wrote about Mr. Bucknam, and the fact that we've not been able to see mm -hmm. any evidence of him being around mm -hmm. he might be the one who was the, the, that poor soul uh, she's quite obsessed with folklore but I'm willing to tag along if it's well, something folk, you'd like folklore to folklore being real or not people do yeah. believe in it and they could have done something mm -hmm. to this man in their belief especially if he was the one talking to an outsider like she says and we've noticed they don't mm -hmm. like people that aren't from their village I make my living peddling in it, but I'm not inclined to believe it. No, definitely not. I, it's nonsense. It's poppycock. It's both pop what and is, cock. Yes. For what it's worth, you may recall that it Cup insists that he has seen what he calls a death hound with his own eyes at some point. You mean the stock raving drunk? Yes. I think Sorry. he had a lisp at that point. It was a yes hound, <laughs> but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Back to Hannah's or yes, uh, Hannah's first. Yeah, then by Hannah's, you mean the bed and breakfast? Yep. Right. Yeah, Thistle Lodge. Lodge. Couldn't remember the name of it. As soon as he said bread, bed and breakfast, that stuck in my head. Because <coughs> now I'm thinking Airbnb. <laughs> so you guys will work back from the church slowly in the, or in the car? Mm -hmm. So there's probably a fair amount of crunching of snow under the tires and... Um, even overcast, it's probably pretty bright out with the s snow. Without the sun, we wouldn't be snow blind, but I'm just thinking it's kind of an eerie pall of silence over the area. It's a sleepy town to begin with. So, uh, we're still in the morning, of course. Uh, all you've done is go to the church so far today. Mm -hmm. So, uh, come back. Hannah's there. She's just sweeping the parlor, uh, <coughs> working on changing the linens and uh, into the rooms. She thought you were probably gone for a while, so it's mm. time to straighten up, straighten up your rooms. Uh, 
I hang my do not murder sign on the door just to make sure <laughs> I don't get killed. Um, I say we just I just say we just drop it on her, man. Just yeah, for me, I, this is a point where I just hang back and I'll just kind of skim through the book while they go to talk to Hannah because this is not my forte. You want us to tell us the truth about your husband? I mean about the Order of the Green Man. That's the father at the church. How is he involved? Why do they have our colleague's uh, journal going on? Are you trying to... I'm just asking questions. I, yeah, I'm not... Sounds more confrontational than... Yeah, I am a little... I'm, 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 I, I, I just want to know what skill you're using to... Uh, I wasn't really trying to use it. Yeah, I'm not trying to flatter her. Obviously, that would be the only skill I have for the interpersonal stuff. Uh, I'm definitely I can help out her. with an intimidation. I'm not really trying. I'm not like, hey, look, we know something's up, and people are getting killed, so... Give it to us. Like, look, What's the our, our, a very good friend and colleague of ours is dead. We find her journal in the room, in the vestry of a church, then it sh where it should be in the evidence of the police. Mm -hmm. We find these entries in the journal that talk about her, uh, that speak of her talking to your husband, and the fact that Apparently, a lot of people around the area did not like that, and then he began to raise his voice and tell her to stop. And then this last entry, which it, I don't know if it's just her being frightened out of her wits or seeing something she shouldn't have. But at this point, I, I don't have, we don't have time for this, oh no, uh, I don't know what's going on thing. Like, when I want to, I don't, I'm not trying to be intimidating, like, hey, we're, we're not law enforcement, you know, right. mm -hmm. that's not what. We, I mean, want find, we want to find the truth. That. We want to find the truth. Of what happened to our friend? So I think, given the way you approach it, um, so she immediately kind of breaks down and she starts sobbing, um, and she uh, is sobbing and shaking. She's like, "Oh my!" She's like, I, "I don't even know you. I don't even know you, but I'm so worried, so worried about my James. He's he's a pain in the neck, but he's the love of my life, and I haven't seen him." <laughs> Yeah, I'm just, I'm just so worried about him. And she's like, you're right, you're right. There's something wrong here. There's something horribly wrong in Postbridge, and I don't know what it is. Uh, and uh, the fact that I, I've never seen this journal, I don't know anything about this, but I did know that he had been speaking with um, with the professor, and, uh, and I know he had talked to her shortly before her death, and he had been drunk, and um, I, I know that he was overheard mentioning a cult to the professor. I'm just so worried about what might have happened to them. Um, so she's like, she's kind of babbling, she's crying. Um, definitely get the sense that she knows at this point a lot more than you do. Yeah, try to calm her down, get her some tea maybe. <laughs> okay, so, um, so you guys have presented her with additional information about her <coughs> husband yeah. and have sort of intimidated her and now are reassuring her. Um, She's, she just starts kind of blurting out to you, like, all kind of stuff. So, and she confirms to you or tells you that she believes that there's a cult in the village, and she calls it a cult. Um, and she says, I've, I've suspected it for years. She says, but um, I think they've been here for years, but I don't know, I don't know anything about them. I think James is involved, uh, but he doesn't share the details with me. And um, I think the majority of the village is involved in some way. James about it once, but all he, all he would tell me was that it was for the good of the village. He wouldn't tell me anything more than that. Um, she's, she's just crying. And she's, like, I assume that um, I was at this point kind of patting her 
Yeah, rubbing her back or like, here, have some tea. Um, so at this point, she tells you that another one of the villagers, um, Nathaniel, Nathaniel's grandson, um, has gone missing recently. And none of the other villagers seem to have noticed or seem to care about his disappearance at all. And it hasn't been reported to the authorities as far as she knows. How long she has he been missing? Seen it in the paper, um, <coughs> like several days. Now, who's this other person mentioned here, this Anna Bray? Perhaps Anna Bray was correct that nearby Wistman's Woods Might be could somebody be from uh, a Druid Grove. Could be somebody from Princeton. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, someone the professor talked to, at least. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she tells you that um, she tells you about this Nathaniel disappearing recently, and now that the professor has died, she says, I just I think this may be some related to the cult somehow. And I'm, I'm just so worried about James with him being overheard speaking. Do you know how long ago uh, this Nathaniel went missing? Several days, he said. Do you know, uh, how long has it been since you've seen your husband? Um, Was it two days now? I haven't seen, yesterday morning, I think, was the last time I saw So this could be Nathaniel. <coughs> she says, um, hmm. But he could be next on the list. Says, I'm, I'm sure, and, you know, I don't know anything about this cult, but I know that, I know that Father Blakely has to be the head of it. Uh, he came around and talked to James shortly before, um, or sh sorry, shortly after he talked to the professor. Uh, he seemed very unhappy with him. Um, I, I just, I have a feeling that he's in charge of whatever's happening. So, where does the father live? If he wasn't at the church when we visited early this morning, where does he live, the father? Um, he has a small house by the church. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she's. Uh, at this point, she also tells you, you know, it's not unusual for James to spend a night away from home out on the moors when he's working, but um, I haven't seen him since yesterday morning, and I'm terribly worried that something horrible has happened to him. If there's anything that you can do to find him or save him, there's nothing I could, there's no way I could possibly express my appreciation to you. Do our best. We could always help find him, more than, more than willing to do that. But my thought is, if this was the Nathaniel mm -hmm. chap, and there was the howling at that point. She's not seen her husband since yesterday, and last night we heard her howling as well. Yeah, so he could have already mm. oh, chopped his block. No! I don't want to say that. Yeah, I don't want to. I'm sure he's fine. Well done, Kurt. We'll find. So, um, <clears throat> you're, willing, you're willing to help me? You can help me? We'll do what we can. Well, if there's anything that I can provide to you at all. Not sure how much influence we have in these parts. Take we can get an axe. I have heard his head is on the chopping block. <laughs> <laughs> Pay no attention to my friends. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm actually still just flipping through the book, by the way. Yeah, yeah, we'll take whatever, whatever we can carry. Definitely with the shotgun. Yeah, so um, Sherman's just mostly paying attention to the conversation, but at least a quarter of his attention is just flipping through the testicular book. And um, the testamentum, testamentum. Um, and just seeing if there's anything else interesting, worthwhile, 
Uh, yeah, were there any pages that were marked off? Yeah, uh, I'm looking for things with dog ears and, yeah. you know, the, the little ribbon over in a specific section, a uh, page that's worn more than another kind of thing, or a page missing, ripped, marked, anything like or that. Or even notes added to it. Um, yeah. You know, <clears throat> is it beyond what I kind of told you already? Um, yeah. You would need to either spend a day studying the book, yeah. or if you have a cult, someone has a cult, all right, I'll do it. I'll do it. Well, we got time. It's early in the morning still. I mean, this, we could always go out to the place in the afternoon. I was going to say, at this point, that's one of the reasons I said I'm just going to keep continually flipping through it is maybe tomorrow I find some new information out of it or something like well, that. Let me, let me burn the point now and try to get yeah, it faster. I mean, if, you, if you'd like. Yeah. I'm not getting anything very useful from this book right now. I'll do it. Perhaps. Uh, if we just want to spend the extra hours now before we go to Princeton. This still only probably about ten. Yeah, so not even. Yeah, that'd, that'd be what two, three o'clock by the time we'd finish that. If it's four or five hours, and then oh. at that point, some of the snow or ice might be a little bit more melted because yeah. has it gotten any warmer? Uh, no. Right. So, but it's not there. snowing anymore. Uh, okay. well, at least there's that. <laughs> at least there's that. Ever the optimist. Yeah, of course. No, but it's free. I mean, it's free and unnaturally beautiful. So, uh, I'm guessing we probably didn't bring all the correct clothing for the temperature that we're in, uh, having to wear an extra layer. Yeah, uh, in fact, in, in game mechanics terms, when you, if you have skill checks outside, mm. actually, there's clothes that come with it. Wow, okay. Because you're so distracted by the cold. Wow. So all right. You had to roll for actually wearing the clothing. Even with accounting? Even with accounting. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> um, all right, so I was counting for the weather. Um, so you're gonna put your heads together because between you, yeah. you have a cult that you may not have languages or yeah, yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and you have accounting. So between all of you, if you're <laughs> thank you, thank you, I love you. Willing to stay at the uh, the Thistle Lodge and yeah. work on this. For Plus, I think it would be better if we were around. And oh, like, I love accounting. Feel better. Yeah. Accounting is the best skill ever. That's why it's number one on the list. Um, <laughs> so the main thing Cthulhu alphabet. <laughs> Okay. And it's a spell uh, that um, roughly translated would be call or dismiss horned men. Oh. Uh, it's in there. It's, there's several different variants on that title, but essentially it's that, basically. Okay. Um, and in game terms, casting spells is something that characters can, if they know a spell in theory, they can do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. I'd like to make sure that all of us know that spell exactly. Like we have the words memorized. So if you, yeah. So if you spend the time to okay. do that and the points that I mentioned, then you will all be treated as knowing that spell. Cool. Make it so. Now we know a spell. Yeah. Um, or a preferred magic missile, yeah, but. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well, she's going to feed us while we're doing all this. Right. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So we've got some gear. Because she offered provisions and a shotgun and an axe. And um, Knives, I would definitely. Have I have firearms. Okay. I would I definitely fire. see us, again, montaging this, sitting at the table closest the to the fire. Yeah. Staying warm. 
um, shotgun leaning against the mantle, maybe, and then uh, the axe on the other side of the fireplace. And every, you know, every few minutes, you see her bring out something extra, a fresh piece of bread. I'll take the axe. Uh, refresh the tea and what have you. And then at the end of that, we're all like, I can summon a horn, dude. Cool. Right. Um, mechanically, one thing happens as a result of the time that you spend with the book. Um, and since you did it together, I'm going to say all of you. Um, point of it's uh, point of sand. Two points of Cthulhu mythos, uh, ooh. which has a positive and a negative. My understanding, I hope I'm correct on this, is that you can at some point, probably not in this adventure, but if this were a campaign, you can use Cthulhu mythos points to gain cosmic clues, uh, yeah. which can help you understand the mysteries. Mm -hmm. The problem is, as you'll recall, learning about the mysteries right. drives you crazy. Yeah. So this immediately costs you those your maximum sanity equals 10 minus your mythos points. So if you just got two, Redundant. your sanity has declined from maybe two yep. to eight yep. or whatever the appropriate number is. <laughs> the more you know, the further you go. <laughs> yeah. How you're, how low can I go? <laughs> when your sanity gets to zero, like your ability to act in a human frame of reference or this world is gone. Yeah. You're, you're a blathering idiot. You can't but only in this world. Because the other world, you're good It's the same as pretty much being dead at that point. That's right. That's right. So, um, and I think intellectually devoid. I think that San I don't think you get sanity points back. I don't. It says that there's. Uh, wait, where is it? Could be wrong. Uh, where sanity can be recovered. In, it's in, in a, a pulp, pulp game, game, yeah. But not in a heroist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In this game, you never come back. In a pulp game, hero. The, the characters can be heroes. Yeah. In the in a traditional you game, really the characters win. are just yeah, characters. You don't really win in the purest game. Yeah. So, so the idea it's just how fast you die. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's this kind of demonic count, but what you're reading in this book over the course of four or five hours is about like rituals to bind yeah. and or free some type of mm -hmm. demonic is not the right word, but otherworldly creature, yeah. uh, and that affects you in a deep way. Yeah, you don't have to believe it for it to shake your sanity. Right. Yeah. I like, I think it's important to think of sanity not as like you're going crazy. Mm -hmm. you're, you're actually getting smarter. You're understanding the world more, and because you understand the world yeah. more, and this world has blackness at its core and annihilation <laughs> at its core, it has. The... Find it harder to deal with the world. Right. All right. Um, nothing else to get from Hannah, so rest, or from the book. So what would you all? I, I say, quick, do you, you want to make a quick stop to the accident zone, or so? I guess skip it, go to <clears> the other. The other thing I would say is. We really still don't know anything about her husband's whereabouts. We assume, We're making an assumption. We assume the sex. But she gave us no new information. Just he's not around, right? Okay, and that's because the, we're going to interact with her several yeah. times over the she hours. Have, she might have confirmed yeah. something about the father's probably running okay. the show. That's and that's it. really what I was looking for. It's really just that we don't think she's got any more information. Does the one thing I would ask Kurt from that perspective? We're going to spend some time with her. Uh, she'll be bringing us food, drink, what have you, and she's giving us weapons. Is she? Does she appear genuinely concerned that her husband is not around? Yes. Okay. That, that's important to me because she may be saying somebody else is part of it, but she could just be providing a cover for herself. Yeah, it seems like. Yeah. Because I'm the devious one. I'm looking for that. It's almost, like she it's almost like she doesn't really know about the cult, but her husband might, may or may not be involved. Or it's like for yeah. the good of the cult, like, hey, we had to sacrifice stuff so we can have our crops or whatever yeah. now. And we have it, and now it's going to crap. Yes. Oh. The greater good. The greater good. 
would agree with Chief. Just not a part of the cult and generally very wrong. Okay. Good. I use cult because that's the word she used. Yeah, well, she said that um, what's-his-name was the head of the cult, or she figured the priest was the head of the she cult. She mentioned, she called, said James had referred to them as the keepers of Whistling Wood, uh, which I think is the second time. I think I think William yep. Drunk had mentioned Something about the woods, yeah, yeah. yeah. But this is the first we're hearing of the keepers of. Right. I mean, for those watching, of course, keepers of the woods has been on the screen the whole time. That's uh, a different story. Yeah. Maybe Oak. we should go check out the woods. <laughs> um, Let's get some more. Well, here's the thing. If we want to rope in, because we could try to rope in the police force over in Princeton, they might be able to help us out, maybe. Might be able to get some information or some supplies. <laughs> yeah. Or even maybe just some backup. Did you guys have time to get over to Mm-hmm. What mind checking out the accident site? Today? I mean, can we just send? Can like, we is her car? Is her car still there? Can we just send a message or something? Do we need to actually travel there? I don't. Could be intercepted. Yeah. How how long would that take to get a response? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's only it's what's normally a twenty minute drive, but yeah. And who's going to get the message there? Uh, I mean, like telegraph or anything. Yeah, but is that? Yeah, yeah but what's more compelling, sure. you know, just a, ter- ter- a telegraph going, hey, we think some shady stuff's going here. Mm-hmm. Or we could show them, like, hey, look at this. And well, they... Yeah, telegraph. Yeah. I was just thinking, if there was, the, if the yeah. if Hannah would say, my husband's missing, come help. That's different. Than uh, it's almost kind of how I want to play to those guys. Like, hey, let these people go yeah. this went down. And that, for me, that that's the mystery. Where are the people? Uh, the rest yeah. of this stuff, uh, as we had determined, is both pop and cock. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That we said it in uh, in Spanish, so it's pop. Yeah, I'm just looking back at the, uh, Move that closer. Uh, your microphone. It moved away. When you were talking to your drunk about um, the various legends, you talked about Old Cockhorn. Mm-hmm. You had said that uh, that's what the locals around here called the Old Horn Man. Yeah. And it was that, the crock horn man I was thinking of when we learned how to summon the horned man. I figured that had to have something to do with it. So for me, it's more like we just got a dog whistle for a guy that has horns. <laughs> well, don't really believe it. But uh, I mean, she probably has some kind of hood with deer antlers or something on it. Yeah, Hearn the Hunter. Uh, let's let's go do the accident site first and then hit the Princeton. Okay. Um, <laughs> While so we're driving there, you feel hairy hands and we die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it happens. So the, um, you know that the they were my hands. You know that um, Princeton. So you head out that way, and the accident site is actually roughly halfway between the two towns. Okay. Um, so it's slow going. You're being very careful. Um, what's your driving tool? Ten. Ten. Okay. So um, you have a lot of options here. Um, you're driving along, and sure enough, you know you guys are looking out the window, and um, uh, Terrence might have been a little bit prescient because um, uh, I need you to make a drive skill test. I do. <laughs> so uh yeah i wanna i'll use i'll use what four points i guess just to make sure i'm covering it okay. <laughs> so do i even bother rolling does it matter that would get you two five oh i could oh yeah so, okay. so you'd be good. No, you're right. okay. Okay. You can you for fun i was gonna say can you fail on a one there's not like an automatic fail no, i don't remember a house some people play that you automatically fail if you roll a one which i think yeah. is great because then you can't buy an automatic success yeah Okay. okay. So I would have needed points anyway. Rolled up. 
So I guess, yeah, seven, I guess, um, technically. Awesome. Uh, so, uh, regardless of the role, you actually, as you're diving here, you feel um, the car, or the car veers off the road. Um, mm. And you're able to, um, to retain some control because of the, the um, spend that you just made. Um, and you're able to, it veers off the road, and you're able to basically turn back into the skid and slide yeah. the tail of the car so that um, while you do slide off of the road, um, you don't crash and you don't hit into a tree or anything right. like that. Um, um, but you are sure that you felt the wheel jerk, jerk and that it, like, you're a good driver, and, yeah. and something happened that was unusual. Not to frighten you two, but... Uh... <laughs> the, road, the roads are not that bad for me. The my, the car to like jerk itself off the road. So do we do we like look up and we see the sign that says "Welcome to the Whistling Woods" or something? You do not. No. Okay. How close are we to the accident, the original accident site, when that happened? Well, so you guys have just slid off the road. So mm-hmm. um, you're at the car and around. I would definitely yeah. see if we hit something. Yeah. If I'd, the car jerked that violently to the side, I would get out of the car just to feel more safe. <laughs> just to double check. I want to check. Yeah, uh, the car and stuff. So, um, guys, um, so well, you, you basically noticed two things. I mean, first of all, um, with um, general evidence collection, um, you actually see shredded pieces of tire, not from your car, but hmm. in exactly the same area. So the pieces of rubber um, that were shredded, uh, and you realize that that combined with the Right. At the accident site. Um, seems like an odd coincidence. Yeah. But then also, um, does anyone have a witness? I do. I have accounting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, while you're, you're looking around, particularly with physics, but you could have found it with other things. Um, so you're kind of shaking what seemed to be the accident site, but you actually notice, even with the snow, um, that the camber of the road at this particular point is unbalanced. Fuzzy rabbit foot. Right. If you had failed this test, you guys would have taken some health, um, hmm. health hits, which is such a good thing. Because yeah. you have such a solid driver, um, you're able to. He's, a, he's able to control it. Um, do you have mechanical repair as well? I do, I do not. You do. I do. Okay. So um, you would be able to spend a little bit of time to make sure that the car is actually in working order, mm-hmm. um, which it is. For those of you who are driving. Yeah, it's good. Now, where the accident happened is, are there actually woods there? Are we near the woods? Or is it just kind of on a road? <coughs> is her car still here? Um, her car is not here. So okay. you do find the shredded pieces of tire. Mm-hmm. Um, as you look around more, there are some scraps of metal and pieces. Um, and you can actually see there's a tree right there. It's been obviously curiosity hit by either her car or another car. Mm. Um, and it was the collision site. But no, her car is okay. very large. 
long before they would have cared about environmental cleanup. Exactly. <laughs> There's probably still oil soaking into the ground and other fluids. Yeah, uh, I mean, the, the grass, um, it's hard to see the grass, but... Uh, well, we have the there. snow. Yeah, yeah. you can tell, like, it was torn up here by, yeah. by her crash or a prior crash. Um, there's little bits of metal and glass on this end. It's obviously, it's obviously the crash site mm. and her car stopped. Gotcha. Interesting. But we're now oh. several days removed from that. Hang on a second. Yeah? The car is there. And she is. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see if there's one other clues. She's playing Parcheesi with a squirrel. What did the police forget or somebody else forget to pick up? I was driving because of the feeling, I should have done this earlier, but because of the feeling of something grabbing the wheel and wrenching the vehicle, um, had to move to turn this Oh! oh. oh. Let's put that back. Let's put it right here. It was a one. Sorry. I should have done that earlier for effect, but uh, all right, where are you at on your stability? Five. Five? All right. Hey, I'm not the lowest anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. <laughs> Get that die out of there. How low can I go? How low can you go? All gotcha. Okay. Oh, by the way, Chris, I just want to let you know this. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Even in Britain? In the 35? Science is universal, dude. Oh, 1935? Britain no. have hot pineapples in the 30s? You don't know about hot. <laughs> in the snow. So we are moving on to Princeton. Uh, Princeton. I think we should say I Princeton. I guess he's constable. I like to say Princeton. Does that have a W? I can't quite even I can't see it. All right. Princeton. Then let's say Princeton. Princeton. You need to go see Detective Donnelly, but we don't know that yet. Oh, well, that. Yeah, well, we might know his name. For, I was going to say, yeah, somebody would have told you. Yeah. Um, mm. Okay, so, um, Princeton is actually, it's the, for what it's worth, it's the highest settlement in Dartmoor. And it uh, sits right between two hills, or what they might call tours over there. Um, it's a small little grim town. Um, it's about 1,400 feet above sea level, so you have a bit of a climb to get up there, mm. as is often the case out in these, in these moors and hilly fields. You yeah. have to switch backs and things to get up there. Um, it's exposed to the wind constantly, and particularly with this cold, it feels even more brutal. Oh, jeez. Um, uh, than it might otherwise have felt. Um, as you drive in, uh, you, well, there are a few things that you would know as you drive in. You see it's home to a large prison. Um, you can tell oh, there's a large prison there. Um, you also see municipal buildings, the police station, there's a library, you see some inns, a couple of inns, an actual hotel. So it actually looks like a town instead of just a little That's village. Correct. It is a hmm. larger, a larger town than where we were before. Um, you pass by the accident site, as I said, to get there. Um, and I guess so. You guys want to go to the police station? About how long would you say we spent in the car on the drive? Well, it's normally a twenty-minute drive. Mm. Right? Like an so hour. It would probably be double, if not okay. triple that, and then you have the accident along the way. So at least an hour. I mean, it's yeah. probably two hours. Except for the accident investigation, I'm still going to, you know, flip through the book looking for oddities, anything interesting. Right. You know. Think about how much money you can make. Exactly. That's the number one, right. <clears throat> I'm looking for, I'm looking to, uh, for anything uh, that would indicate to me it's a first edition, the binding's in good shape. You know, well, it's I'm, written I'm, in different pa pieces yeah. of paper. Exactly. Multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely OG. Yeah. Uh, you know, the police station, it's a large building. It's got whitewashed stone. Um, it's got the uh, roof. Mm -hmm. 
Now, I will definitely be hanging back some because the police in London were looking for me. Um, and that's well over a couple of weeks ago now, so any word have, could have gotten out. Um, uh, I'll hang back while you guys take care of things. I'm sorry, I'll, I'll walk up to him and uh, I'll ask who, who's in charge of the, uh, the investigation into Professor Blackwood's death. So, uh, oh, that would definitely be Detective Donnelly. Do you have any information that might help us with the investigation? Um, Actually, we're uh, friends and colleagues of the professor. We were actually looking to get information about the situation. Ah, well, uh, the detective, he's a very pleasant chap. I'm sure he'd be happy to chat with you. Just wait a moment, I'll, I'll tell you what he is. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. you. There's a bench over there if y'all want to get yourself at home. Yes, sir. Yeah, and, and uh, Detective Connolly comes out, and he, uh, he's actually not the brusque big cop you might think. He's actually he's a fairly small man. Uh, he's got kind of balding head, you know, he's got tufts of hair mm. over his ears, uh, but balding on top, um, it has uh, a suit on, but it doesn't fit right, it just looks kind of like a dumpy, dumpy, strange looking man, um, but he's more than happy to chat with you, and seems very pleasant, um, and I understand that you all knew the professor who died, mm. um, I I'm happy to discuss the case with you, um, I don't have too much time, I've got a Uh, we just want to know what uh, clues. Have you have you talked to anyone else in, in the city, or, or excuse me, in uh, in the town, Post um, Bridge? Uh, we we've been there for a a couple days now, and seem like we're not we're not really getting much from anyone. Um, and it, while we were there, uh, at least the the lodge we were staying at. Uh, the woman there, her husband has gone missing, and there's another gentleman. I name is Nathan. Nathaniel. Nathaniel um, he's also missing. I was wanting to see if anyone's looked into that. You can see at that that the um, detective looks definitely perturbed. Uh, we haven't had any reports of another missing person or a missing person, uh, as far as I've heard of it. I'm sure it's just a domestic misunderstanding. Obviously, I agree, um, but she seems very concerned about it. She's not seen him since yesterday morning, maybe the, the day before now. I'm not sure. Is this, this Nathaniel person? No, this is uh, James Buckman. Oh, okay. The, the Nathaniel uh, gentleman um, has been missing for a few days now. I don't have, uh, I don't have reports of either of these gentlemen. Uh, I'd be happy to look into them, but with the weather, we've been slow. We haven't actually been over to Postbridge to investigate this at all. Really, all I can tell you at this point, I mean, I seem to know a little bit of the details of the accident, but the main thing would just be that uh, we have some of her belongings and evidence, and uh, of course, her body is at the morgue for um, for autopsy purposes and investigation purposes. I want to take Terrence aside, okay. so he can't over here. Do we want to ask him that we found the journal that should have been with her? Yeah, do we want to mention that? No, there's, there's no reason for that. The only thing they'll do with that is take it from us. Yeah, but the well, no, it's not. It's technically not their belongings. Well, they're going to give us the, her belongings anyway. But here's the thing: that that calls out the father, though, of why did he have it? Mm. So they could 
force an investigation at a time. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'd, I'd, I'd say keep something like that close to the chest. Probably. I'm just thinking because we might be able to rope in some backup with these guys, possibly. That's true. <clears throat> that's that's my thought. That's process. why I brought up the uh, the missing gentleman. Yeah, but that that seems like that's not enough. But this this, and then we could bring this piece up. We could do that. Um, or we can do the later. We can check out our body first and try. I don't know. See, that's that's that was the thing that about uh, before we started using the um, the pre-gen characters, I was going to put some in forensics, which would have helped investigating the body. Um, I'm fine with you swapping a couple. I mean, we don't have to use the pre-gens. And in fact, not exactly Joe right. Joe explicitly lets you reserve points and not allocate them at the beginning. So that's that right. I almost forgot about oh, that. Oh, I need forensics. Yeah. Can say, All right. Yep. Okay. So I'll, I'll do that. So. Okay. So we will only do one in cop talk instead of two. Cool. So yeah. Um. It's like honestly, I just we can talk to him. See. See what he's. Uh, I'd rather. Say. I'd rather just because then it kind of puts him on a spot. To, like, is he gonna? Try to lie to us about stuff, or just go, "Holy shit, that's I need to look into." Well, that I, I hand you the journal, be like, "Be my guest." You mentioned her belongings you have in uh, custody. I assume we, you would give those to us. Uh, and you know, here he hesitates a little bit, um, and so actually here you would have to spend a point in cop talk to get access to those things. Okay. He's not just going to show evidence in a pending case to some a stranger on the street. Yeah, no, and I, I can do that. I, I'll just I'll spend that one. <laughs> There. So, mm -hmm. because you, you know, you, because of your past, and like, just look, it's, it's unusual for me to do this, but I mean, any Let help me you can offer, <coughs> I'd be happy to have. I'll, I'm happy to show you what she has. Yeah, and there's no, no, there's no next of kin, so I mean, we would have to, we would probably be the ones to take it anyway. Right. There's nothing, uh, nothing exciting available. Um, when we're done here, I'll take you down to the other thing. Okay. And then uh, the more, could you, uh, where, where would that be? Morgue. The morgue. Same building? Oh, or oh um, it's actually at the prison. It's at the uh, Dartmouth prison. Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. Do you know of a person named Anna Bray? I don't think so. Uh, how do you spell that? Uh, B-A-R-Y. Anna Bray. B-R-A-Y. Uh, B-R-A-Y. Barry. 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 <laughs> Barry. I spell it with a seven. <laughs> I have accounting. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, if she were here, I would know her. Maybe someone in Postgres, perhaps. Um, the uh, the prison. They they'll let us in to, to see her body, correct? Uh, or will we need like uh, something from you to help us get in? I can send a, a quick letter to the doctor. Okay. Deliver to the doctor. Whatever. Very appreciated. How much do you know about the people in uh, Postbridge? Like Father. Uh, Likely. My understanding is he's the head of the church in St. Gabriel's, well respected in town, 50 something year old gentleman, but I, I don't know him personally. I don't spend a lot of time over there, to be honest. You know, there's there's a number of small towns uh, in the Moors and in the area. We're responsible for all of them. So, so when were you called for the accident? You were um, called to the scene? How, did the, how does that work? Yeah, well, her car was found in the early morning by a passerby. Heading our way and told us about it, so we headed out. 
she had, uh, the professor had spent a fair amount of time here in town. Um, she was uh, doing a lot of research at the library, and so we were familiar with who she was. Shock. You know who she talked to in town? Besides the people at the library, possibly? Uh, no, I mean, here in uh, Princeton, she spent most of her time at the library. Uh, so normally when you get, so the passerby, any information off of them besides just the call? They just found the car. They didn't know who she was. Um, you know, yeah, that's, that's really it. They took the wreckage from the accident site to a local garage. And, uh, the mechanic, <coughs> mechanic didn't find any evidence of tampering with the vehicle in any respect. There's nothing would there be any reason why Father Blakeney would uh, have any of her belongings with him? The professors? Yeah, uh, we found her journal at the church. I, have, I know absolutely nothing about like, what, how she might have known. You guys care if I cause some, stir up some trouble? Have at it. I want <clears throat> to give him the, yeah, just re either read him or show him the last couple entries. Don't make us summon the horned man. <laughs> How many points do you have left in assess honesty? I don't have any. I've I got didn't one. start with any. Yeah. Um, now, I flatterly, I make it be like, I don't know if I heard, I heard you were the best guy in the. If we're part. if we're getting information from him that we want, I do have bargain if that helps at all. And I don't know what we have to bargain with, other other than giving him more information about stuff he's not familiar with. Yeah, it might be something he doesn't want to deal with. I don't even want to deal with that craziness. You know, yeah. possibly going on in that town. But that that between bargain reassurance streetwise, I don't know what you have there for anything that we might be working um, with. Yeah, reassurance. I do. Yeah, I have two points of reassurance. Okay. So you can spend a point of reassurance. Yeah. To assure him that like you guys are sincerely trying to solve mm -hmm. what happened to her, if anything, that you sincerely believe that there's something unusual going on. Yeah. Um, plus the you know, well, she, she is plus she was, Hannah's husband's missing. It's kind of she was a dear friend to each of us for different reasons yeah. and. Um, it's very important that we get to the bottom of this. Right, right. Um, Our concern right. is genuine. So, so you know, he, you know, people are talking about the Harry Hands legend, and he's like, that's, mm -hmm. he's like, that's silly. I don't think this accident was just caused by you know, someone speeding on the road. But, but when you talk with him further, he, he feels like there was something unusual about the accident. He just mm -hmm. can't put his finger on what it is. But he also, when you show him these journals, he's, this is like, Hmm. Totally new to him. He has no idea what this is about. Um, and as a detective, his curiosity is piqued about you the rest of the way. What,
that were back in the lodge. Um, there's a pair of broken wire rimmed spectacles that are speckled in blood. Um, there's a silver pen in a leather case. Um, there's a library card for the Princeton Library. Um, and there's an engraved cigarillo case and some items of jewelry. Um, you guys suspect that several of those were things that were left behind at the lodge. Um, probably no jewelry and cigarette case came from there. Um, the fact that she left them confirms what Hannah had told you, which is that she must have been in the heart of the community for a time, which is, I think, some of probably what it was. Right. I definitely want to take the pen. And since I write, you know, notes all the time, I'm going to start using that, kind of like in her memory. I can only imagine that she was in a hurry to come here to maybe inform you of what we just informed you of. Are there cigarettes in the case? Uh, there are. I'll take that. Yeah. I, I quit smoking a while ago. Now, by take, I mean no one should see me take the case. If I need if I need to have any filch use on that, yeah, I'm I'm happy to do it. I want it. It's a certain thing her and I used to do over a smoke. What? I have a feeling pervert accounting. So I will ask them if it's okay for me to keep the thing I just stole. Okay. <laughs> so we're getting <laughs> stuff anyway. And, uh, we just, yeah. just need to get the um, letter the letter to, to the, the prison from him. Yeah, and so the detective will write out a very quick handwritten note. Um, oh. And then we'll start heading that way. But, I mean, we got a couple minutes left, but it would be a good place to kind of wrap things up. Yeah. I wouldn't mind getting to the morgue if we could mm -hmm. get a little... Yeah. Just a little clue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just a little okay. cliffhanger. Um, now, actually, why don't we take a couple minutes and talk about how... Instead of going into the morgue, to that, let's talk about how um, some of the structure of Trail of Cthulhu works. It works off of scenes, right? So each of these times we've gone from one place to another, we're in a scene. Right. And Kurt, do you want to describe a little bit about how that works in the game? Yeah, so it's, it's interesting. The scenes, um, there's, everything has a scene with one or two core clues, and those are the clues that you have to get that mm. lead you to another scene. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's interesting not to ruin anything for people out there, but we're actually doing a lot of it from yeah. the way that it's written in the book, which doesn't mean the book is telling you to do it A, B, C, D. No, it actually tells you all the scenes, and you can kind of jump between them, and there are logical paths. Think of a flow chart. Right. There are logical paths where you can get from A to D. You don't have to go A, B, C, D. You could go A, D, and then back to B sometimes. Right. But because right. a book has pages, yeah. when you read a book or a PDF, you have to read something first. Yeah. So in my mind, I read uh, police station, mm. prison, Drunk guy bar, uh, church, let's yeah, say. Right. And so we're, you guys are basically doing the reverse of that. Totally fine. And in fact, the nurse specifically says if they want to go talk to the drunk person, mm -hmm. discourage them. Right. But if you would come to the police station first, one of the core clues that you would notice is when you got the evidence, the journal. journal wasn't there. Yeah. So now yeah. you have to look out for her journal. Mm -hmm. Whereas you guys kind of stumbled into the journal early mm -hmm. and got a bunch of information that you might not have gotten to until later. Right. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Right. It's just interesting. And if I had had a little bit more time to prepare, I would have just done each scene as an index card. And just when you said, oh, we're going to prison, I would have pulled that index card. Yeah. Yeah, I really like the way the, the game plays out in that perspective. You're in a scene, and when you've, I guess for lack of a better word, when you exhaust the scene, when you're done with everything that it allows, it gives you a path to move on to another based on how the characters have reacted to the scene. Yeah, I do think in the, the way that you guys are doing it, you get a little bit more information earlier 
the journal gives a lot of information. Yeah. Whereas, and so now I think some of what you will find in Princeton is maybe a little anticlimactic, mm. but it's fine because that's the way the world works. You're just getting pieces of information together. That's yeah. And see, to me, the interesting part is since you read it ahead of time, it may seem, seem an, anticlimactic to you, but to me, it's like, this is cool. Yeah. We're getting new stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. This is good. And I think, I mean, that's where the game is designed. Yeah. And you guys are, you know, I'm pushing you, particularly since it's a one shot, to use all, all the point spins. Oh, you're right. getting all the extra flavor information yeah. that not everyone necessarily would do. And if, if your keeper didn't, in some cases, push you to do it, you could yeah. right by. But to me, the story is a lot more fun when you get the stuff about the green. Yeah. Exactly. And I like that, that to that point, when you're in a scene, um, Kurt mentioned core clues. Core clues are the ones you get without any spend. It's something that says, these are the most important pieces of the scene. You're going to get them. This is what drives the story forward. But then there's a lot of other stuff that can happen. There, one example that they put in one of the adventures I had read early on was... Um, you can determine all the stuff in the scene, and then if you happen to spend a point, and I think it was gather evidence or uh, evidence collection at the time, something, it was you would notice that the brake lines in the car were cut before you drove off, right? <laughs> right? But you're going to drive off anyway, and you're moving on to the next scene. Well, the, the question is, do you come into the next scene without brakes, <laughs> or do you come into the next scene knowing you have no brakes? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Much more than the mechanics, and you may have almost no combat in yeah. some of these, but if you enjoy the investigation and story, yeah, yeah. Cool. It's, it's cool stuff. I like it. Um, so, so we probably have um, we have some more two more sessions. Yeah, we've done this one, I would guess. Yeah. Sounds good. So we're gonna call it a day here. Yeah, yeah. So I think we can do that. that. So for that, we can all say, see you. Bye. Bye. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.